smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hello listeners welcome to the latest episode of why not mint money i'm your host jash kriplari last week an amendment in the finance bill took away the long term capital gains tax benefit that came with debt mutual funds for investors that held their investments for more than 3 years they could benefit from the long term capital gains tax rate of 20% this came along with indexation benefit in today's episode i'm joined by deepesh raga who is a registered investment advisor and the founder of personal finance plan on what are the alternatives now for investors as this new rule kicks in from 1st of april Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started with your money journey. Hi Dipesh, welcome to the latest episode of Why Not Mint Money. Uh so Dipesh, we wanted to connect with you to understand you know what are the kind of alternatives now there for the investors given the fact that you know the finance bill has taken away the long term capital gains tax benefit that debt mutual funds had with them so what do you think are now the alternatives for the investors ajesh thanks for the opportunity thanks for inviting me yes so um, indexation and 20% tax uh, was the biggest advantage that uh, mutual funds had debt funds had over uh, bank capitals now that it has been taken away so what could be the alternatives first clearly the uh, the first one is uh, the bank fixed deposits now with the biggest advantage away uh, these are on a relative basis are uh, should be attractive to investors the other part uh, the other option could be arbitrage funds now arbitrage funds even though they have the risk and return profile of a tech fund but they have taxation of an equity fund at least for now even with this change these arbitrage funds have not been touched so clearly these also become uh, more attractive so arbitrage funds equity taxation is uh, 15% for short term for equity short term is less than 1 year and for long term gains uh, it is 10% which is uh, worth 12 months so clearly for people uh, in the in the higher income tax brackets arbitrage funds will also become attractive other a third alternative uh, could be uh, direct bonds now bonds the reason why i believe people did not get into bonds earlier but twofold the first was of course it is not e- very easy to buy bonds so either the uh, either you have to go through a separate registration process like rbi direct or uh, or you have to or the face value of some of these bonds is quite high so you cannot buy in small amounts which let's say a debt fund or equity would allow you to do so these will uh, now that the because and the uh, the second is of course that their interest is taxed at your slab rate now that uh, Debt funds will also be treated in the same manner. These bonds will also become attractive. In fact, some of these bonds are also available for a very long duration. You can buy a government bond for 40 years. There are not many ways uh, in India uh, using which you can lock in your rate of interest for 40 years. The only exception, perhaps, is an entity plan. So these plans also become should become relatively attractive. The other uh, part, uh, though I hate to say this. Uh, is uh, that of uh, non participating plans in uh, in uh, international insurance yeah so these plans uh, they they have had their they had whole host of issues very low returns poor taxation very high exit costs in case you want to exit in between you have a problem but still they do offer uh, you know they do offer uh, tax returns Right. Now, to some investors, five to six percent post-tax might be a very decent rate of return. 
Right. So with all their problems, at least they, I'm sure there are set of investors who would found the will find these kind of products more attractive. Right. Right. And right. The the others are certain alternative assets which which people might find attractive. Yeah, yes, etc. But again. I'm not sure uh, give, given their uh, uh, minimum quantum of investment required uh, I'm not right. sure they will find traction in the retail retail with the retail right 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 agreed but you know when i was looking at uh, arbitrage schemes right the return profile is not as much as you know rather you know it's on the lower side uh, maybe if we compared with traditional categories uh, so how do you think that arbitrage sort of would uh, you know sit in for investors that are looking at you know something similar to uh, say uh, you know a debt fund sort of a return you know where returns are were still you know at least post tax uh, you know earlier about 7% like for example if it was a you know target maturity fund so any thoughts on this yes sir arbitrage is not a replacement for a very long term uh, you know long term bond fund it could be a replacement for an investment which could be a shorter duration investment not when is shorter duration not in terms of your investment horizon okay more in terms of the maturity of the bond right right so uh, the problem with arbitrage funds josh uh, is that um, they don't have this concept of vitality at least we can't see that we right. can't see that on these quotas what is the vitality but right. on a pre tax basis expect returns which are very similar to a liquid fund beyond okay. that it's a, okay. it becomes it becomes more of a more of a tax tax uh, tax play sure so, sure uh, without indexation you pay tax at 10% for long term sure. now it's possible that uh, with liquid funds uh, 20% after, after indexation might actually be less than 10% but we don't know right. that right but, right but now that security has been taken away uh, advantage advantage funds certainly become attractive how right. we use it is a, is a different matter right 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 uh, and also you know what about the corporate fds uh, how are uh, They, uh, in terms of an alternative for investors right now, the corporate FD, FD is slightly no. It has to be answered with a lot of nuance. The right. reason is, so bank FD, you know whether you open ICIC, SBI, HDFC, Axis, your money is safe. Right. But you can't see the same with a corporate FD. Right. right. A lot of people have lost money within corporate FD. Right. Right. So I don't want to make a blanket statement over there. Yes, right. if you buy, if you are going with let's say something like an HDFC or say like a Bajaj Finance, NPFC, right? Uh, they are which right. are issuing FD. I am perhaps okay with this, uh, right? Uh, because I believe these are systematically important, systemically important, and uh, these uh, your money should be saved with these kind of uh, uh, companies or even say a a a FD from uh, some of the reputed fund uh, corporate houses in in India. Right. But beyond that, you have to exercise a lot of discretion. You cannot, you know, think of all of all of all the FDs as same. Look sure. at their credit ratings. Go with the go with really assured names. But having said that, provided you are going with a very reliable name, right. yes, uh, these also become attractive compared to right, right, right. Uh, on the relative basis. Sure, sure, sure. Say, let's like take example of target maturity fund, right? Now those kind of products would. uh you know on a post tax basis were able to offer you know uh, up around 7% 7% to investors in terms of the yield i mean of course there are caveats right you have to stay invested throughout the maturity of the fund uh in that context you know is there a, like a like to like replacement out there now for investors or now no at least not in the you know formal formal uh, uh, again uh, Formally, sure. the wrong word. Uh, not in the uh, products which should be easier to access. Sure, sure. So though it's clearly not there, 
within taxation 20% tax rate i don't think it will be available so that that is clearly a blow one thing that you can do uh, is that uh, let's say somebody is 40 40 or 35 years old and they know that they can hold on to this investment for a very long time right instead of let's say a target maturity product they could look look at a long term uh, long term uh, long duration mutual fund or even a short duration mutual fund which can which, which they can where they can stay invest for a very long time say 20 25 sure. years sure. once you retire perhaps the uh, in some ways the way uh, mutual fund taxation works on first in first out basis you might be able to control the taxes that you pay otherwise okay. uh, this indexation is going away there is this there nothing much that you can do after right. april 1 before april 1 again if you have the money with you right now you can invest in is investing target maturity products you can invest in long duration bond funds you can invest in short duration bond funds okay so you have that there is no other option. you have to live with what you right right i said even if, if if there was such a product where people could out money expect that loophole to be plugged given sure. how things are going forward right in fact that is very much possible with arbitrage funds also sure 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 so basically from what i'm understanding from what you're saying is that if you are you know going to retire then you wait till the time you retire and then you withdraw so the capital gains you will book in that case will be at your income tax and by the time you retire you know most probably your income would be lower you will fall in the in the lower tax bracket is what you are trying to say right i would love to fall in the highest income tax bracket possible that yeah. means i have more money but yes <laughs> uh, given the person a limited amount of money yes that that is the idea and right, you know right. um Uh, just that also gives us some kind of control over how much taxes we pay. Sure. Because sure. after retirement, no, it's not that you can you only have to sell from your debt funds. In case I want want us to have control on my on my taxation, I might also sell from my equities. Nothing stops me from selling my equities yeah. also. Yeah. Absolutely. So both an equity taxation at least for now. I mean, your retirement or my retirement are you know many years away. Right. But still, right. in that case, uh, we might be able to. Uh, sure. Uh, qualify for a lower lower tax rate. Right, right, right. In that sense, that benefit is still there in mutual funds. Like you can kind of uh, delay your uh, tax incidence, and that gives you certain control in the kind of example that you, uh, you know, laid exactly. out. Exactly. Right, right. So uh, the advantage that debt funds offered over FDs were not limited to uh, a tax benefit. Of course, that was the biggest advantage. Right. There were there are other benefits also, and this right. is this is one. The other one being uh, mutual debt mutual funds will allow your money to compound better. Okay. Why? Because um, so let's take an example. Let's say you put hundred rupees in a bank FD and you put hundred rupees in a uh, rupees in a debt mutual. Right. In FD, whether you use the money or no, you'll have to pay. Let's say you are also in thirty percent tax bracket. You have to pay three percent tax tax. Right. Ten percent. Right. Uh, so ten percent is the FD interest rate. Hundred uh, rupees is the principal. First year you earn ten percent. Ten rupees. One rupee will be taxed as TDS, which is ten percent. Remain two rupees, you'll have to pay as tax from your own pocket. So net net one zero seven rupee, which is what goes into the second year for compounding. Sure. Again, slight minor caveat here. Two month FD amount will still be one zero nine, but two rupees is what you pay from your pocket. Right. So, but net net only one zero seven is compounding. In in debt mutual funds, you don't pay any tax until you until you sell the money, and if you're not selling it, uh, the uh, one 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 hundred becomes one one zero. Right. And then uh, the the compound happens on a much bigger amount. So that right. itself will lead, lead to a much bigger corpus compared to FDs. Sure. But I must FD or bank FD is perhaps the simplest right. product in the world. 
Right, right, right. So a lot of people get into this complexity of debt fund, and 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 it's not easy to, it's not difficult to pick up wrong, wrong uh, debt mutual fund. It's right. It's very difficult right. to pick up a wrong bank FD. There's no wrong bank FD, right? Or all bank FDs right. are good. Right, right. So those right. aspects you also have to see. Investors sure. who are anyways in let's say five, zero, five, ten percent tax bracket, there is anyways very little merit for them to invest in debt mutual. Fund. Right, right, right. Twenty percent after indexation was was anyways going to be about. Uh, Sure. 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 And uh, the what about uh, you know the collateral, so-called collateral damage of this whole thing, the international funds, gold funds. You know, how do investors now approach these categories uh, going ahead? Because these also have lost, uh, unfortunately. Uh, you know, because they were being treated as debt for all practical purposes, for the taxation purposes. Now they have also lost that LTCG. long term capital gains advantage so what's the outlook there yes extremely unfair to them i think right. that was also also not the uh, not the intent to tax them but i mean uh, you can write tax tax rules in a certain way so right. tax rules until i've written in, in in terms of how much equity exposure you have right right so clearly clearly a very big hit with gold you still have some recourse because uh, gold bonds are untouched you can go ahead and invest in gold bonds and Gold bond taxation was anyways more favorable than gold ETFs or gold mutual funds. Right. So gold bond was a much better way of investing in uh, gold uh, compared to gold ETFs. You mean But sovereign gold bonds, yeah. right? Yes, sovereign gold. Bonds. Yeah. So there, uh, there is no problem. Uh, you still have alternative to invest in gold. Sure. The problem is international equity funds. Not much you can do about it. Uh, if let's say you are uh, you are really keen to take this indexation benefit. You can uh, send money via LRS abroad, where right. there is also still the TCS of twenty percent, and then you can right. buy stocks directly. Right. I'm right. still uh, there is still some confusion over whether uh, if you if you buy let's say S and P five hundred Nasdaq ETF abroad, will that be eligible for indexation? I'm mm-hmm. not very very clear about this. You know, perhaps somebody who is uh, more uh, right a bit more of expert uh, in tax tax matters can answer this question better. Right. But clearly, if you buy let's say stocks abroad, uh, if that if buying stocks directly is a cup of tea. You will get those benefits uh, doing that, but yes, collateral damage, um, nothing new much, nothing much. Right, right, right. I right. I don't think there's anything on this. And actually, by the way, in any case, uh, uh, if uh, given what the stance of RBI in terms of uh, allowing uh, yeah. mutual funds to invest abroad, it's possible that you know this route may automatically close because uh, the, the limits will soon be breached. It's only sure. a matter of time. Sure. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, clearly we'll have to, uh, you know, wait and watch on that one, uh, right? And you know, you are an advisor. You know, uh, you have, you know, dealt with so many families, so many individuals. So going ahead, if you know, say an investor comes to you, uh, you know, and wants to plan, of course, it would depend on their risk appetite and a lot of things. But you know, wants to have, uh, say, a you know, a long-term portfolio. And have certain amount in debt and certain allocation to equity. You know, how would you go about? Uh, you know, in the current environment, go about uh, advising that person for their long-term investment goal. Right. So, assuming you're talking about a long-term investment or a goal which is long-term. Right. I think asset allocation remains as it should be. So, different right. people have preference for have or have appetite for different kinds of allocation. So that should remain the way it is. Right. But yes. Uh, 
the allocation within the fixed income portfolio uh, let's say between uh, between between different kinds of fixed income assets right that remains to be seen for instance uh, so even for long term portfolios ppf is a is a given nothing sure. has changed it is a beautiful product sure. ppf is a given excellent sure. product right sure some people uh, you know um, again with a lot of caveats nps becomes slightly attractive sure. right because nps allows you tax free rebalancing but one of the biggest hits that happens because of this uh, josh is that rebalancing because rebalancing becomes more costly okay they have to shift from debt to equity i have to pay more tax right right, right. that comes a problem at least so with nps process like nps perhaps that part will be easier okay no, right because at least so nps uh, defers your taxes you pay taxes in fact uh, only when you withdraw the money and even then 60% is, is tax free only 40% you use uh, you know, yeah so it is possible but again that is a long term investment not for everyone right. nps has its own sets of issues uh, your money is stuck for very long time right right like you have you have to compulsorily buy annuity plans and all that so right. uh, that's uh, that's another uh, and yes uh, you know as an advisor uh, it's uh, it's also my responsibility to lay down all the options that they have so sure. it was easier for me to to convince them to go for debt mutual funds now right. i'll tell okay these are the differences sure. now if you are uh, if you are inclined if you if you prefer a very safe product then perhaps these are very good FD is a reasonable choice now. Which right. price was not this about a about a week back. Right. So those right. things we have to discuss. Uh, it's not just me. Uh, it's a yeah. it's a consensus based decision. Yeah. So yeah, uh, accordingly um, right. the advice comes through. Right, right, right. With that, uh, Deepesh, I think uh, that would be a you know good point to wrap things. Uh, thanks for joining us today. I think this was quite informative and you know given so much of. you know changes are happening in that uh, space and you know i'm sure investors are also you know investors are also trying to figure out how they should go about their plans and you know goals and should they change something or should they stick with what they have so i'm sure this will help them in that direction thanks for joining us today thank you listeners for joining us today if you liked this episode and would like to hear to more such interesting conversations do log into our channel why not mint money on spotify where you'd always find me omnipresent also if you have any new ideas or suggestions you can dm me on twitter my twitter handle is @jashkriplani that is j a s h k r i p l a n i you can always reach out to us over the email our email id is mintmoney@livemint.com This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.